Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. I have a disturbing story to share with you. A Republican Party committee member and Donald Trump supporter has been accused of murdering and dismembering his fiance. This is obviously a horrific story. It involves a man who became kind of a MAGA hero after he defended Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh when he was accused of sexual assault. 42-year-old Joseph Roberts is a California resident. He's a former member of the Navy. And until his arrest, he was a law student who claimed that he was the a supporter of the police and law and order. Yeah. Um, Roberts is also now accused of murdering 27-year-old Rachel Elizabeth Imani Buckner. She goes by Imani uh, to her friends and family. Roberts allegedly dismembered her body, wrapped her remains in plastic bags, and then he sealed them with duct tape and then disposed of her somewhere around the Alameda Bay. The police report says when they searched the couple's apartment, they discovered that the carpet had been recently replaced. However, the carpet padding had not been. Um, Investigators then brought in a dog that was trained to identify blood and other such substances. And the dog ran to a mop in the kitchen and it alerted her handler. Then the dog ran into the couple's bedroom and it laid down at the foot of their bed. And then the dog ran to the bathroom and again, it alerted the handler to something near the bathtub. So the investigators later found what they believed to be blood splatters on the door and on the ceiling. And Robert's DNA you know how how they explain this but robert's cna was found on the duct tape that sealed the plastic bags containing buckner's body parts so investigators say you know at the very least he knew she was deceased and and he never notified anyone they also found that roberts kept her phone her cell phone and then he was driving her car around after her disappearance and when roberts was arrested they found one of her credit cards in his wallet Then the police also found that Robert's phone stopped communicating with Buckner's phone on July 17th. So that was six days before her body was discovered. And they also found that he had started talking with three other women. Now, one of the women left a voicemail saying, hey, handsome. And when they showed Robert's photos of Buckner's dismembered body, Police say he had no reaction. You know, not only was he not distraught, he tried to say, oh, maybe she committed suicide. So they spoke with neighbors. The next door neighbor told the authorities that they saw Roberts carrying two large trash bags out of the apartment after Buckner hadn't been seen in a while. And then right after that, they smelled some sort of household cleaner coming from the apartment. And according to law and crime news outlet, Roberts and Buckner, uh, they originally met at Golden Gate University School of Law. It's in San Francisco. Roberts had already become a bit of a right-wing celebrity by that point. In 2018, when now Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh was accused of sexual assault, several news outlets highlighted Roberts as a man falsely accused by female students. And in a USA Today op-ed written by Roberts, uh, this was in 2020, he said, quote, Rather than investigate, the school suspended me, no questions asked. The very day the first accusation was made, it was just weeks before what would have been my graduation. 
So evidently in 2013, three different women accused Roberts of sexual harassment and their college, Savannah State University, barred him from campus. They still allowed him to complete his education remotely and to graduate, but he wasn't allowed at the school physically. Well, in a lawsuit filed by Roberts against the school, he admitted that the school's incident report had text messages, they had Facebook messages and Instagram posts, and they accused Roberts of property damage and disorderly conduct. So the judge dismissed Roberts' lawsuit. The judge ruled in favor of the school, but Roberts still maintains his innocence. And he says that the school acted without investigating first. The school completely denies this. They're like, no, we take this very seriously. We investigate. So Roberts became a staunch opponent of the Me Too movement, of course. Um, Once the Trump administration found out about that and they found out about a story, they basically made him the poster child for wrongly accused men. The Trump administration's then education secretary, Betsy DeVos, claimed that Robert's case was a perfect example of why she ended Title IX protections for sexual assault victims on school campus. She, she kept talking about him and bringing him up in speeches that she would give. And Roberts went on to give an interview wearing a MAGA hat. So here's what's being reported about Roberts so far. We know that he enlisted in the Navy in 1999. He left the military in 2005. While Roberts was in the Navy, prosecutors in the state of Virginia filed two counts of trespassing against him. Um, Roberts also claims he was a railroad conductor for Norfolk Southern for five years. They have no record of him ever working at the company. Um, In 2009, he then enrolled at Savannah State. In 2011, an ex-girlfriend reported Roberts to the campus police. She said he was spreading false rumors online about her on Twitter and also on campus. She said he was saying to other people that she gave him a venereal disease. Roberts continued with that alleged harassment, according to her, but eventually it ended. And then in 2013, the other accusations were made. So that was when Roberts was banned from campus. Two years later, 2015, he sued the university. He alleged that their treatment caused him to turn to drugs and alcohol and that he attempted suicide. That same year, Roberts married a woman who was in the army and who was stationed in Germany. So in a court filing years later, Robert's ex-wife referred to him as a, quote, narcissistic serial adulterer. She said she caught him, quote, communicating with several different women and asking questions like, when are you going to be my wife? This is a married man. Um, By 2018, Roberts moved to San Francisco. He started attending the Golden Gate University. But Roberts dropped out just a few months later, and in October of 2018, he texted his soon-to-be ex-wife, and he said, quote, dropping out of law school, adjusting to a new city, no money, no food, divorce. The following month, he was placed on an involuntary psychiatric hold for 72 hours because they said that he was contemplating suicide again. And then Roberts officially left school in November He returned to his home in in Georgia. He stayed with his family and he was hospitalized again for suicidal ideation. 
According to Roberts, he was diagnosed at that point with unspecified depression, acute stress disorder, and elevated blood pressure. So they put him on some medications, and then by January of 2019, he was back in California. He was apparently living off of food stamps and spousal support. Um, in August of that year, he re-enrolled at Golden Gate University, and then that's when he met Buckner. In 2020, Roberts, by this time, had a little bit of fame. He ran for and was elected to sit on the San Francisco Republican Central Committee. So Roberts then started giving interviews after winning that seat, and he likened himself to Martin Luther King Jr., fighting for falsely accused men. Yeah. He also posted a photo of himself online. And he was wearing a tuxedo. He was standing next to the San Francisco mayor in this photo. Roberts claimed that he dined with the mayor at the obnoxiously expensive restaurant called French Laundry. A spokesperson, though, for the mayor said that never happened. They actually said the photo had been taken at the San Francisco Symphony. So we don't know why he lied. It you know, appears that he is a little less than reliable to put a charitable spin on it. Um, what I found most disturbing about this story, basically because nobody heeded the warnings, was the number of calls to the police prior to Buckner's death. Between January of 2022 and June of 2023, the police were called out 17 times. They said for welfare checks, disturbances, domestic violence, all different types of things. A friend also told the authorities Buckner was seen with her arm in a sling at one point, and then she mysteriously had other injuries at, at various other points in time. And the neighbors say they heard frequent fighting. Two of the neighbors told the police they once saw Buckner running from the apartment naked. She was crying hysterically, and she was screaming for help. And they said she had scratches on her arms and legs. And then most chilling is that Buckner basically predicted her death. One month prior to her murder, she allegedly told a close friend that her boyfriend was trying to kill her and that she attempted to get help from a domestic violence shelter. So another MAGA man living in a state of perpetual victimhood, accused of a horrifically evil crime against a woman. Unsurprisingly, you know, when news outlets reached out to Betsy DeVos for comment on the story, when she, all she could talk about was this guy, she has no comment. She never responded. All of a sudden, she doesn't want to talk about him anymore. All the best people, huh? Yeah. Anyway, I will let you all know when I hear more on this story, but this is definitely going to trial. The judge has ruled that there is enough evidence to move it along to trial, so... I will keep an eye out. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Terrible story, I know, but please share it with others so they're aware of what's going on. Um, love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon.